Welcome to Act Pod, a podcast show that sheds light on the stories and impact of the social sector. The show is proudly powered by Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. Let's begin the change. Hello there, and we are back again for another insightful conversation on your favorite show, Act Pod, our story, our continent. You know, we're always about Africa and Africans making things happen. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking to an individual who is leading a team of excellent people driving systemic change in Africa. Incidentally, he's not African, yeah. but he's very passionate about Africa. So it's a great thing to have Connor Brosnan uh, on the studio today. He is the CEO of Small Foundation, and he's going to be telling us about Small Foundation, what they have been doing in Africa, and uh, we'll take it from there. Thank you so much for coming, Thank Connor. Thank you, baby. Thank okay, you. Okay, great. Uh, so we usually would start by getting to know our guests. Uh -huh. So please tell us, who is Connor Brosnan? So I'm from Dublin in Ireland, and that's where the, the foundation is based as well. Um, my background was originally in finance. I worked in finance for about 15 years, um, but uh, was always passionate about Africa. Prior to, after I left college, I, 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 I traveled several times to Africa. I, I lived for several months in, um, in northern Cameroon and then traveled mm. across West Africa. Um, so, you know, Africa has always been, uh, you know, been a big passion of mine. Um, when I uh, had an opportunity to be a founding director of Small Foundation in 2007, so I jumped at that, at that opportunity and, and, and Africa and poverty eradication in Africa has always been at the, really the mission of Small Foundation. Um, and in 2015, I left my job in finance to join Small Foundation full time. And then I became the CEO in 2018. So I've been the CEO since, since really trying to increase the, the team, increase the capacity uh, of Small Foundation so it can deliver more impact for Africa. Mm, great. Thank you so much. So that sort of, you know, tells us why, because I was going to ask you, why did you choose to come to Africa? You're not from Africa. And, no. and you know, what's, you know, informed your choice of coming to Africa? And then you've talked about your passion for Africa. Or is there something else, you know, that actually contributed to the fact that you're working in Africa? I suppose there's two, two things. First is, I guess, the, the initial impetus and then, and then kind of what, what keeps us here. And I suppose mm -hmm. the initial impetus was, was a desire to have impact and have the most impact possible. And when, when we looked kind of when there's a foundation strategically, we looked at where we could have the most impact. We kind of saw the need in Africa, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the sort of level of extreme poverty, particularly um, rural poverty, which is where we're, we're, we're focused. And mm -hmm. um, we kind of thought with our limited capital, where can we have the most impact on the most people? And we thought, you know, this is where it mm -hmm. is. There, also, I think um, Ireland or being Irish there's maybe some affinity with with Africa there's a mm. you know there's a, right. um, a, a a legacy of poverty uh, there's a legacy of colonialism and uh, I think it you know it's it's different but there was there you know you know there was some some connection there some affinity and um, and then 
so that, that that was kind of the initial impetus, and that's what got us got us to come kind of fifteen plus years ago. But I think since we've been here, since I've been here, I think what really um, it, it's just an exciting place. Mm. Like I get to meet people like yourself, people like I've met all this week in Lagos, who are confident, who are making change in their community, and. You know, who who do you want to work with? Who do you want to spend your time, kind of mm. your professional hours with? And I, for me, it's people who are change makers and mm. people who are, are making making that change. And that, that for me kind of is what makes and kind of keeps Africa such a, an exciting and rewarding place to, to work is really the the um, the people that's a privilege to work with. Mm. Okay, great, great. Okay, so it's a good thing you've mentioned your partners because I, um, I was going to ask. Um, I did a, a bit of research on small foundation, and I find that you actually work with organizations that help micro, uh, small, and medium enterprises to, to thrive. So how do you find these partners, and what exactly do you do with them? Okay, firstly, on, on finding them, it's the, the type of partner we want. So you got it exactly right. It's the intermediaries that are supporting the micro, small and medium enterprises, mm. particularly those um, who are have those sort of enterprises that are having an impact in rural areas. Mm. We're also looking for um, enterprises, it could be enterprises, could be you know organizations that can have sustainable and scalable impact in the areas that they're that they're working. Mm. And then the, the the third area we're we're particularly looking for is, from our perspective, additionality. Like what what are the good ideas that are struggling to get funding? There are mm. lots of good ideas that that are getting funding, okay. um, but. Like our capital is is small relative to other donors, you know, other entities out there. So what are the ones where we maybe have a more flexible capital um, and a more risk seeking capital that can maybe help to catalyze ideas that good ideas, hopefully, but that aren't getting funding for, mm. for elsewhere. So that's kind of what we're looking for. And then, you know, we've been, um, you know, you know, we're 15 years old, we've mm. built up networks and contacts. So we find, you know, we get a we get a lot of referrals, you know, kind of opportunities like mm. this give us a chance to, to explain what we're doing and work, work with people. And then and then kind of coming, coming to Africa, you know, be it Lagos or East mm. Africa, South Africa, because we work across sub-Saharan Africa okay. and meeting people and hearing their ideas and then finding partners that way. Definitely mm. the, 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 the person-to-person um, uh, method is, is, is the best. Mm. Okay. So my, my first assumption, uh, which I guess would be right, is the fact that you provide financial support, you know, to your partners. Yeah. Are there other forms of support that you provide besides, you know, f- financial? Yeah, there are. So we definitely provide financial support. So we provide grant, debt or equity. And it really depends on on what's most appropriate for the partner at, mm. at the time. So sometimes um, debt or equity are, are what they need and what they want and what they're, they're looking for, um, but sometimes it's grants. And, mm. um, but the, we, we strive anyway, we try our best to provide what we call non-financial support to the partners. So that takes various forms. Um, okay. 
at the more formal end, we go on steering committees, on advisory boards, on formal governance boards of our partners and, and kind of provide advice that way. Um, but then informally, we work with um, we work with 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 other p- sort of partners to provide kind of uh, bespoke, very specific technical assistance. Mm. And one area okay. w- that we're passionate about is networks. And we you know we we we're really excited to be to help convene and and um, catalyze particularly local networks and then we mm. we work with partners to to advise those lo- local networks about how best to how best to convene members how best to listen to members and kind of forge um connections between members and ultimately deliver uh, value for for their members so we do work with a group called converge from the US and creative mm. metier from the UK although although both um both have now kind of invested in African operations and and in kind of hiring Africans to do that work rather than kind of sending their expertise mm. from abroad so mm. so that non-financial support is uh, is a key area and I suppose the one other area that I feel we've a real privilege as a foundation and as a funder to have is an overview on the sector so okay. I and, and, and I know you provide grants so I'm sure you yes. you have a similar experience mm-hmm. is you go into one organization and you hear what they're doing they're good ideas they're maybe they're bad ideas you know you hear and then you you've the privilege to then going next door to another organization mm-hmm. that's maybe be doing something similar but those two organizations they're focused on what they're doing they don't necessarily have the time to investigate what's going on across the ecosystem mm. well as a foundation we have a, a view mm. like a multiple eye view. bird's eye view mm. and then we can share we can make those try at least to make those connections try to to sort of you know bring the good ideas kind of say oh well that maybe that won't work because somebody elsewhere has tried that mm. you should talk to them okay. before trying that so i think tr- really investing in the team and in Investing in in that connectivity is a key a key part, I think, of the non financial support we provide to. Mm, great, great. So as you're speaking, what kept jumping at me is collaboration, collaboration, and I see that you're big on that. Um, is that something you're doing differently with your partners in terms of collaboration that is actually helping you achieve, you know, your goal of reducing or ending extreme poverty in in Africa? Well, first, we're we're not sure. Hopefully, um, <laughs> but um, what we're one of the things we've uh, kind of through the work and the thinking on collaboration we've done is is kind of the the concept of emergent outcomes mm. that you you have a partnership, but you know you, that partnership needs to be based on kind of common alignment and then on trust mm. and. You know the, the the poverty is such a complex issue, such a you know comp you know it's just so um, so systemic in, mm. in kind of how it needs to be solved. So we we certainly try to approach all of our partnerships from that basis of alignment and trust, mm. not necessarily 
defining set outcomes, but investing and in in the peop in you know in our partners' ideas and 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 for me, I think I think that trust is is key. Now, hopefully. Mm. That's not something unique that go that people do, <laughs> but I think that funders do. But I think it's it 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 it's core to our our ethos is 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 kind of trusting what people are doing on the ground, you know, and taking risks to back them, to back their ideas and their activities. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 one thing, and then and then I think our particular focus on networks, which you know I've, I've tu we've touched on, but 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 we support probably nearly a, a dozen networks in terms of their core funding, and networks are a very good example of something where the outcome is emergent mm. because we don't want to convene a network and tell the network what That's it should true. be doing. We don't even want the network to tell its members what it should be doing. We want the members of the network to have the voice and inform kind of the direction of that network. But as mm. a funder kind of coming in at, at, at an early stage, we don't know what that voice will be. We don't know the direction the network will take. Mm. But we're trusting um, that that kind of that those voices will, will kind of drive the network towards impact. So I think that's another way for us that 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 collaboration is core to what we do. Mm, great, great. You're, you're, you're absolutely correct about, um, you know, the issue of trust. <laughs> Very key for you to even collaborate with um, with any partner. Um, so you also mentioned that, um, you know, the issue of poverty is um I'd say multi-pronged. There are yeah. so many, you know, factors that actually um, add to that. And for you to solve social problems like poverty and all of that, you, you need to think uh, systemic. Mm -hmm. And I know that um, Small Foundation is big on the systemic thinking agenda. Do you want to tell us, you know, about that? Yes, yeah, this is something thinking? that we've probably had since our foundation. Um, in kind of realizing, and this is not a, a revelation to anybody, but realizing mm -hmm. that, um, that poverty, as you say, is so multifaceted. There's mm. no linear way. There's no kind of one string that you can pull on to, to, to sort of unravel it, yeah. and address poverty. Mm. So, um, but it's in the past few years, we've adopted or tried to adopt systems thinking more formally and more explicitly within our strategy. So when we you know, when we look at it, and, and, and I'll definitely admit that there's so many ways to look at the system. Mm. Uh, you know, there's so many entry points into the system. But the three we use is is the first one is 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 commercially viable intermediaries mm. serving um, rural MSMEs. So how can we get those um, those business models? up and running. Now, we, we our part might be, as I said, grant debt equity or the non-financial support, but the ultimate goal is that commercial viability so that they're self-sustaining mm -hmm. and so that they're kind of empowered, you know, they're delivering a service that people are paying for, so it's worthwhile and the people paying for it 
are choosing to pay for it. And right. um, so that, 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 that's, our, that's one way we enter the system. The other is looking at the ecosystem and, and trying to increase the level of trust and transparency within the ecosystem. So right. as, as I've mentioned, that could be through the networks where you're, you're bringing different stakeholders together and you know, giving them then a, a, a common voice. That's one way. The other way is, say, through some of our investments, our investments in ag tech, for instance, where the transparency might come through apps that provide visibility on pricing to smallholder mm. farmers so they can decide you know, where and when is the best place to sell. Mm. It might be through... Um, you know, collecting data in order to better be able to provide credit to farmers. So, you know, that's another example of transparency in the ecosystem. And um, so, so that's the second, that trust and transparency is the second strand. And then the third strand is, is, is really around empowerment and, mm -hmm. and kind of the stories that, you know, the stories of success the stories of 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 solutions to problems and mm. and looking to give give our partners that opportunity to sort of tell tell their their stories and and address um you know address maybe some of the um you know the the views even within the development industry about what's possible to do in terms of eradicating poverty mm. so mm. they they're the three ways we come at the system um, or, and, and, and then we try to be systemic in, in kind of how we approach everything. But, you know, it's not, it's not always easy to live that. You can get I distracted imagine. by the, <laughs> the short term, but you need to, for us, we feel we need to keep that long-term focus. Mm, great. And, and that really is what would work, really, if we want a change, really, mm -hmm. that would last for so long. Okay, so you've been around for like 15 years, yeah. like you mentioned. Uh, would you like to share some of your success stories uh, amongst the countries you've worked with in Africa? Yeah, no, certainly. So um, uh, an example of a success would be uh, there's a, a group, a management consultancy firm we've worked with uh, and supported in in Nairobi. They've actually offices here in, in Lagos and in Uganda, Open Capital Advisors. And okay. that's an example of, 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 of trusting early on, providing capital. And, and they've gone on to work across 27 countries, working with, with well over a thousand small and growing businesses and helping mm -hmm. those businesses raise um, in, in total over $1 billion in, in kind of follow-on investment. So that's, that's for us would be a, a, a success. Another example would be a, a group AgDevCo, who again, we supported very early on their journey. They're an, yeah. um, an agricultural um, kind of investment company. Mm -hmm. And then they went on to raise a lot more a lot more money and and um, and then help help a lot more agri businesses. The the one thing I'd say about our successes generally is is and this speaks a little to the systems change um, concept. Is it's very difficult to attribute the success. It's because we're not investing in programs that say. Um, dig a hundred wells and then you can kind of say well at the end were those a hundred wells done and you can tick <laughs> off and how many people got water per yeah. well we're trying to look at long-term systemic issues mm. so 
like while I, I I mentioned those two as our successes, and I'd say this across all of our partnerships, is we had a part in their journey, mm. but it would be I, I would and 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 we're sort of pleased and proud that we had a part in their journey, but ours is only a small part. We're a foundation. Our job is the easy job. Mm. You know, kind of giving money away is 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 easy. We work hard at it, but at the end of the day, it's easy relative <laughs> to the work that people do on the mm. ground to really drive and catalyze change. Mm. And you know, they they're they're our partners. So um well, well, we you know we we do have things we think we've gotten right. We, we we're always slow to claim them as as our successes, if you know what I mean. Mm. It's the it's yeah. it's the success of our of our partners really. And mm. um, but the, you know, but in that sense, there are two examples. But I think I think looking broadly at the networks that we've helped to support, I'm very mm. proud of the work that 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 they're doing. Okay, you know, there's great. networks in Kenya, like Invest in Africa Kenya, which is now a network of, of several hundred small and medium um, enterprises. Um, and, you know, very, very pleased with the, the, the work that that they do and, and many of our other other network partners too. Mm, great, great. I suppose um, technology will actually assist a lot of the work that you do. Yeah. You know, how how has technology helped you advance your course? Yeah. Well, um, certainly in the more recent years, we've had a real focus on ag tech and 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 uh, elements of fintech as well, and 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 looking at ways to catalyze. Um, technology and in, in, in te- catalyze change using the technology that they provide and mm. and really the theory is for for us is that the system as it is is broken we don't want the system the way it is in mm. terms of the prevalence of of extreme poverty mm. and I think our bet, our, our our thesis is that technology is a disruptor, and technology can be a catalyst for change. Right. So that's kind of what we're interested in. We've um, we're two years into it now, but we we're a partner with a group called Founders Factory Africa, who are an incubator and accelerator. They're based in South Africa, but they've um, offices in Lagos and offices in Nairobi. And in fact, most of their work is, is, is out by far is outside South Africa. And through them, we now have three um, Nigerian ag tech partners. Um, we, we, we have a few in Kenya as well. And, you know, they're trying to use technology, say, around um, improve access to markets, improve access to pricing, to logistics for farmers, and um, also uh, improve knowledge. You know, using using apps and technology to deliver information timely. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, information mm-hmm. to 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 farmers. But overall, I think that there's you know huge potential in in technology to. Um, you know, to to change things and to link link people. Like there's there's strands that we're only starting to explore around concepts around job tech, and you know that 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 you can have talented, say, developers in Lagos. 
you know, working for companies, you know, globally, um, you know, then they don't have to relocate from where they are. But I think particularly from a rural lens, if that could continue to develop so that it would be um, developers in smaller cities and and smaller towns near to rural areas, I think that could could really bring um, bring change and and bring opportunities to um, to to rural places mm. um, as well. Um, mm. So so that's another example of of, of areas where I think uh, mm. technology could be transformative potentially. Okay, great, great, great. It's good to know that you're harnessing technology because you know I imagine that you're you're not based in Africa yet. No. You're doing great things in 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 Africa. That is awesome. Um, are there are there hurdles you know that you've you've had to cross in in the course of your work? How did you deal with them, and you know what insights did you gain from? From those. Well, firstly, as we were scaling what we did, there's the internal issues of how you build internally an organization in terms mm. of defining the strategy and then getting the resources right. And I think we're we're still very much on that journey. And um, you know, we're looking to to grow the team. We're we're we're, we're our, uh, you know we've got somebody starting for us in Ghana um, okay. next Monday. So we're looking to, to, to grow the team, but also be more conscious about growing the team in Africa. I think that's kind of uh, very important going forward. So there's those, those you know, internal challenges. Um, I, think, I think collaboration is always a challenge. Yeah. It's, it, it's a huge opportunity. I think it's the <laughs> only way to move forward, yeah. but it takes time and it takes investment in the relationship. You know, right. I'm not just talking about capital, but it takes time to get to get to know people, them to trust you, you to trust them and then be able to, to move forward together. And then I think the other challenge is, is definitely around the systems thinking and that agenda, because okay. that makes you... Well, you ought to then be long term. But if you're very long term, how do you see the guideposts that, you know, in the near term? How do you know you're on the right path? Mm -hmm. It can be we find it can be hard to know that we're on the right path because long term things are hard to measure in the short term. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily see quickly that you're moving in the right direction. And and, um, but, you know, we, we. you know, we, we sort of believe in our strategy and believe in our partners and invest for the long term. But it can sometimes be a challenge um, to uh, not get distracted by, you know, things that, that, that kind of come up in the short the term and, and, and to keep <laughs> faith when you're not, you're not necessarily getting that very Same quick feedback on, mm. on success. But, um, but yeah, but I, I, we do believe that that's the right strategy and that... Okay. That's really the way to have to maximize our long term impact. Mm. Okay, <laughs> you know, talk about small efforts, you know, becoming big at, yeah. at, at the end at the end of the road. Great. Um, okay, so so lastly, I just want to know what is um, Small Foundation's outlook for twenty twenty three. Um, how can partners find you, for example, if they want to work with you, either um, get grants from you or if they would like to fund you? I, I suppose you're open to, f- to funding, for example, being funded. I guess, yeah, we haven't to date been funded externally, oh, but okay. we are, we're, we're definitely open to that and, and, and open. And, and like we have worked closely with other funders, not being mm. funded directly, but 
but certainly being kind of co co investors on on different projects. So yeah, we work very closely with other funders. So very open to to those conversations. So like looking at twenty twenty three, like we've we've never seen more opportunity. Like we've we've never had had uh, if you like a, a stronger pipeline and had 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 better partners. I think than we do now better partners and better potential partners and so you know we we're we're growing the team to be able to to capitalize as much as we can on on those opportunities Um, uh, and you know we see uh, you know this week has been has been you know really great to be in Nigeria and 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 meet a, a whole range of 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 people from accelerators to ag tech businesses to banks who are who are doing fantastic work in the area and i think i think kind of there there there's plenty for me to to go home uh with and then follow up on uh in 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 nigeria but um the yeah so so extremely positive and then our 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 conundrum our our challenge is always um, managing our own capacity, like our team is relatively small. We have about twelve people, um, and and being able to 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 build those deep partnerships and and build them, you know, across different areas and different geographies in Africa to really deliver impact. That's a challenge, and it's a challenge to say no because because of our capacity constraints. Um, you know, we always have to say no to some good ideas, <laughs> and that's that's probably one of the hardest things about about the role, and I think about philanthropy mm. generally is uh, yeah. like you you know that good work is um, is going on, but you know either you're human capacity is maxed out or your financial capacity is maxed out mm-hmm. and so you do have to say no um sometimes but um like i think getting going to our website www.smallfoundation.ie um uh, or emailing inquiries at smallfoundation.ie there there are two ways to to find out more about what we do and then get in get in touch with us. Hmm. Okay, great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. In case you're wondering, small is S M A L L. Yes, Small Foundation. So you can go find out about them on their website. Thank you so much, Connor, for gracing. Well, thank you, BB, and really appreciate <laughs> the, the opportunity. Thank you, <laughs> thank you so much thank for the opportunity. Too. Yeah. And I do hope that you have a productive stay here in Nigeria. Well, I've really enjoyed my so Lagos. Yeah, so far. And um, I'm re- you know, really excited to, to, to come back soon, I hope. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And this is where we end the show for today. Do stay tuned next time. Thank you for listening to ActPod. For inquiries and feedback, please reach us on actpod at actrustfoundation.org. Follow us on social media at actfoundation underscore on Instagram and Twitter and Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation on Facebook. The show is proudly powered by Aspire Coronation Trust Foundation. ActPod, our story, our continent.